Hi, welcome to Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Uh, normally, this is where Brad would say, I'm Brad. And then this is where I would say, and I'm Isaiah. Um, but today's going to be a little bit different episode. It's a little bit of solo mode. Uh, my wonderful co-host, Brad, is being a good, dutiful son, having a good Mother's Day with his mother. Um, so we appreciate that. Um, we miss him today. I miss him today. Um but also shout out to all the mamas. Uh, happy Mother's Day uh, here now and then. You know, we always appreciate and love you guys. Of course, I'm sure you guys are wondering, well, what are you doing, Isaiah? Like, you're just here by yourself. Um, you know, I got I got my mama, um, you know, Mama Michelle. I miss you, Mama Bear. You know, I talked to her a little bit today. Um, but yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, I'm sending her my love. She's sending it back, um, you know. But um, I figured, hey, we still get this episode on and cracking. Um we got a little bit of news, a little bit of history, not as much as usual, but, um, you know, we'll get to that. Um, as far as me and my week, uh, what did I do? What did I do, guys? Uh, for starters, I finished the main Dune series, and I'm so proud of myself. I'm so happy. Uh, it's been a revelation upon a revelation. Um, would highly recommend it. Uh, what else did we do this week? I uh, started Invincible. Uh, after seeing some memes and some good reviews from friends, uh, decided to get on that. Highly worth so far. Just finished the first episode. Crazy. Uh, you know, f- wish there was a food corner for real, for real. But let's see. I tried to uh, make ramen pasta, and that idea was about as bad as it sounded. So, uh, yeah, there was that. But other than that, food was good. I've been good. Um so yeah, I figured we'll get right into some news for ya. Uh, let's see. For starters, we have uh, Melinda Gates and Bill Gates are getting a divorce. Uh, last week, we did talk about our favorite phil- philanthropist, quote unquote. Um, he had uh, last week, you know, had some hot fire over his uh, views on India, getting vaccine recipes and things like that, being able to set up. This week, though, different course. Him and Melinda Gates are uh, getting a divorce. So, I mean, I figured that was some big news to kind of talk about. Um, in terms of the details, they are kind of cited, and this is something I kind of got from the insider. Uh, Melinda apparently had been upset about how Bill Gates was kind of conducting himself in terms of like meetups that they had to do with Jeffrey Epstein, which is something I had heard about beforehand. And I mean, you kind of talk about the hodgepodge of people that guy has uh, affiliated with. But a big tactic for Jeffrey Epstein was going up to people with a lot of money, sitting down with them, saying, hey, I want to work with you. I want to, you know, and not so much money, but also like technology, science, stuff like that. So it's like, hey, I want to give you guys even more money, more support, yada, yada, yada you know, now I'm hanging out with you, doing stuff with you. So it's it's one of those things where I think after that, I could totally understand feeling slimy and gross after that and saying, you know what, I think I want to cut ties. So that was something that had kind of popped up. Uh, they've been married for 27 years. Uh, let's see, May 3rd is when they officially announced when things were going to come to a split. Uh, in terms of how the divorce is going to go, uh, I mean, she's going to potentially wind up with more than $2 billion. 
And of course, that sounds like a lot, you know, but I don't think Bill is going to take much of an actual hit that he's going to feel. So, you know, interesting to see how that unfolds. We'll try to keep you posted if there's any more highlights there. Uh, But then in some other international news, uh, California college students guilty in killing of an Italian police officer, Mario Siricello Rega. Uh, so pretty much what had happened here, these two, I believe they were, yeah, they were, like I said, they were students. They um, were kind of like traveling abroad, doing that kind of thing. They wind up getting into a kind of drug dealing situation. And I guess, and from their perspective, they said these Plinko's cops who didn't identify themselves proceeded to, you know, come at them and they responded and two kids I'd say I got their names I'm sorry running a little bit off here uh let's see Finnegan Elder was one he is a uh, uh, 21 and the other was Gabriel Gabriel Natal Hijorth so they pretty much wind up attacking these plain clothes officers saying they didn't announce themselves they get in a tussle with two individuals so it's like like a kind of a two-on-two thing and oh, let's see, I believe it's Elder. Yeah, Elder is the one who winds up stabbing 11 times with a combat knife. And so from that whole incident, um, fast forwarding to now, they wind up getting a life sentence. So they each wind up getting a life sentence. So even though the other guy was just an accomplice, the way it's set up in Italy, their, their law sentencing system, you can be tried with the murder the same. So they're going to appeal that, but it's one of those things where, I mean, I think people can kind of go to another country, get used to that and think, oh, okay, like you can do whatever, but you definitely can't kill someone and think you're going to get some life sentence because you're, you know, from out of town. That's definitely not how it works. Uh, but coming back to the States, uh, I thought this was going to be a said done deal. I thought we were good to go on this shit, but it turns out that the... Derek Chauvin legal team is requesting a new trial alleging jury misconduct, which is is definitely a thing that happens. This is something I got from ABC News. Um, Also, the other one was from ABC, uh, ABC 7 News. Thank you, Dan Noyce. Um, But uh, from Derek Chauvin's legal team, they're trying to pretty much allege that one of the jurors was a kind of compromised juror because they didn't know that he did like socially active things. Um, and they said like pretty much he was lying and it was like a big grounds for misconduct. And they've cited uh, several other reasons on why they feel like they need to reopen the case. Um, so we'll see. I know a juror or I know a judge is going to be seeing that soon. Uh, we will keep you posted to see if that actually gets off the ground. I am hoping that it doesn't. Cause I, I think personally, I think, America does not need to go and rehash this again. Uh, It doesn't change the events that happened. You know, the video doesn't change. The evidence doesn't change. Uh, They are also moving to uh, charge and run the other four involved as well. So by all means, if there's, you know, ABC News has got you if you want to read some more on that. But, uh, you know, moving on to some other news that I found interesting. the FBI releases a long-withheld file on Kurt Cobain. 
Uh, I am a huge Kurt Cobain Nirvana fan. Uh, it's one of my favorite bands. I know uh, the whole thing about his suicide murder um, has raised a lot of suspicion to everyone. I mean, that was one of the a big conspiracy theory for me growing up was like, how did he do, how would he have done it to himself? Like, how did he get a shotgun? You know, the way it's all, because if you've watched any of the documentaries, stuff like that, it, the way his shoe would have been with the shotgun, it's very almost impossible to make that shit happen. Also, there's a lot of evidence kind of alluding to the fact that maybe people were involved, not going to name names, but allegedly this person, that person. <laughs> um, but in some of the release stuff, it one shows that it's weird that the FBI takes a weird surveillance interest in artists. So like, it's not like Kurt Cobain was like some super hidden communist or anything like that. It's just, they keep tabs on anyone who's kind of big and in the important or whatever. And they just want to see what they do. Um, They don't, they don't, you know, make a big deal of that, but eventually they do make certain things public. So there were two big letters that, why can't I find it here? Hold on. That had came out. And um, pretty much they're redacted by the author. Mm. Sorry. Rolling Stones is locking me out here. Uh, But uh, they pretty much kind of say, hey, you should be looking into this more seriously. It doesn't look like a suicide. You know, it looks way more like there's evidence that point to a murder uh so i mean it's kind of a redundant thing because i think the evidence has kind of been there and we just haven't really you know gone into more details because it's it's just easier to kind of let it be what it is um but um just one of those things that's food for thought to think about and i thought it was interesting too to see that the fbi had this information and just sat on it and then was like oh yeah here you go just so you know um, then in some local Ohio news, they are going to be testing a drone delivery service in Ohio. I thought that was pretty, pretty keen. Uh, pretty much the way it's going to work is they, you know, shop around like any kind of a normal delivery situation. They box it all up. They put it on this drone pilot and the pilot will go like just drop it off. And then they're saying that it's not just going to be like, oh, we're going to drop it off like at your door or whatever. They can drop it off. Like, let's say you're at a park and you're already like set up and everything. They can drop the whole box, like, like call of duty style, like right into your little cookout situation or right into your backyard. So I'm curious to see how it's going to roll out. They said they're going to start here in the Ohio Miami Valley area. Uh, I believe Centerville. And then they're going to also go in California out of the Ralphs out of there. So that remains to be seen. Um, Wow. I'm really kicking along here, but that is the news for the day. Um, Now I'm going to hop on the time machine real quick, real fast. Um, But pretty much we are going to start with May 5th, 1260 Kublai Khan grandson of Genghis Khan becomes ruler of the Mongol Empire. Um, then we got on May 6, 1541, 
Ken, King Henry, Ken, <laughs> King Henry the Eighth orders a Bible in English being placed in every church in England. So, I mean, I, you know, maybe you're a Christian, Christianity fan, maybe not. Uh, I really hope no one's a Henry the Eighth fan because he was a fucking tool. But definitely interesting that you know that's just one of the things that he, if it was something that he believed in, he pushed it very hard. So you know it it and then that had a ripple effect too throughout England throughout the world. So that was something that I thought was pretty interesting. And then moving along, we have May 7th, 1824, Ludwig van Beethoven, um, his ninth choral symphony, often regarded as his greatest work, premieres in Vienna. So, you know, Beethoven out here, he's making bangers, you know, on this day, making it happen. And then our last little bit, um, I don't know why we are so stuck on uh, Columbus, uh, Christopher Columbus trivia, but um, in on May 9th, uh, 1502, Christopher Columbus leaves Spain on his fourth and final trip to the New World. So he's like, let me tap this thing one more time. You know, let me, come on, come on, please let me go one more, one more again, one more round. And so they let him go. Queen Victoria was like, go for it, I guess. Uh, you, you know, you keep, you keep asking. Um, so he went back at it and, you know, ugh, I'm glad at least he was done there. Hopefully we'll see a little bit less of him on the timeline, but, um, wow. I kind of zoomed through today. We didn't do too, too much. Well, nice, quick, um, you know, abbreviated episode for you guys. Um, hopefully come next week, we'll, we'll be back at our like hour long strong, but who knows? Maybe you guys like these little snippets, you know, maybe a little, little, little dose, a little taste of the news, a little taste of the history. Um, but for sure, make sure to hit us up. You know, we are available on Facebook. We are available on Twitter. We are available on Instagram. Uh, you know, you just type in now and then podcast, you know, or you know, now and then podcast gang, you are generally able to find us. Uh, also, Gmail, if you're going to hit us up with any requests, any questions, um, that is now and then podcasting at gmail.com. I'm getting really pretty good at saying this. Um, also, the Patreon's open. So feel free to, if you have any input, we really want to hear it. We really want to know what you guys would like. Uh, you know, right now, like I said, the Patreon's just a tip jar, but we want to obviously evolve that into making it a, a creative, interactive space with you guys. And it makes it worth your time, you know. We would love to have maybe chat groups or, you know, you want to do some behind the scenes with us on how we do set up episodes or anything like we are very interested in interacting with you for free, maybe not free, you know, you don't throw a little scratch our way. Um, but, you know, once again, just want to reiterate, happy Mother's Day from, you know, now and then podcast gang. And um, hopefully next week we will be back on normal you know, full girth, full weight. But um, at the end of the day, though, I'm kind of okay with a little quick bullet uh, podcast thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, I hope you guys have an amazing week. We love you. And, um, you know, we'll see you next time. Bye. We love you. Bye.